The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400, WDWS, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS, Champaign-Urbana, News Gazette Media Stations. McCourt for the win. In the air. It is up. And it is good. Yes! Upset in Champagne. The Illini win it. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to kickoff is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, the flagship home for fighting Illini football. Picked off by Dele Harding. He's running Go. the other way. 25, 20, 10, there it 5, is. 20, 6, touchdown! Today, the Illini are on the road in East Lansing, Michigan to match up with the Michigan State Spartans. Fake to Corbin. Peters looks to throw to the end zone. Bebe with a diving catch. Does he have it? He does! Now, from our game day studios in downtown Champaign, here's your host, Evan Kahn. It isn't just talk outside the program this week. Head coach Lovey Smith said it himself this week at a press conference that today is the biggest game since he was hired back in 2016. Good afternoon. Welcome into the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. I'm Evan Conn, live in our game day studios. The Illini have won three straight games for the first time since 2011, and they're looking to win four straight Big Ten games for the first time since 2001. Oh, and they're just one win away from bowl eligibility for the first time since 2015. Meanwhile, Michigan State is coming off a bye week after losing to three of the better teams in the Big Ten. They'll have the home fans some fire after losing their best defensive player to injury or not to injury, excuse me, to suspension, and they're still looking to become bowl eligible as well. So let's start with the opening drive brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. We welcome in Michael Martin, former long snapper for the Illini. He'll be roaming the sidelines today in East Lansing. And Martin, I want to get your take on on Lovey Smith just telling his guys as if they didn't know. He's telling the guys that that this is uh, their biggest game, not just this year, but in a while. Yeah, uh, it's it is a big game, and uh, when Coach Smith says something like that, it's to apply pressure to his players so they know how important it really is to play as best as they can. And um, I mean, t- the team could look at the the game; they could see that Michigan State is on a three-game losing streak, and we're on a three-game winning streak. And they could let up. Well, you can't let that happen. And the team's done a very good job of on themselves uh, at, uh, after that Wisconsin win. Um, you saw it against Purdue and you saw it against Rutgers. And you started to talk about in Michigan State, they, they played three uh, of the best teams in the Big Ten, and they lost uh, pretty pretty convincingly in all three of those. So you, you think that they're thinking as well that, hey, we lost to these really good teams. Now we got an Illinois team not to their level, and they've got to come play on our home field. Yeah, uh, I mean, they know what's at stake here. Um, they, they've had some bad juju around the, uh, the team the past month or so, and uh, Mark D'Antonio, uh, head coach for Michigan State, he's going to do his best to uh, uh, get their minds right. 
Well, that's the opening drive. Michael, we'll talk to you in a bit for our keys to the game. Enjoy that, and we'll talk to you in a few. Sounds good. We're underway on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist. Up next, we'll hear from the coaches on both sides in the coaches' corner on Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Back in our game day studios in downtown Champaign, Evan Con in for Scott Beatty. He's out calling Illinois basketball. We've got Illinois football here as they take on Michigan State today in East Lansing. Let's hear what the coaches have to say on both sides in the coaches' corner. Brought to you by Clark Lindsay, Kramer Sighting and Windows, and Hickory Point Bank. Both teams need a win for different reasons this week, and they're each owning up to their challenges. Here's Scott Beatty with the coaches' corner. Illinois head coach Lovey Smith wouldn't back down this week from his statement that today's game is the biggest since he took over in 2016, with bowl eligibility on the line. He says it means the most for the veterans who've been here the longest. Guys that have you know, been here four years and have contributed so much to the growth of our program, that's how you reward good play. A job well done, feel like it's get to a bowl game. And, and, and to have that opportunity, first, that's what we're talking about now. We have an opportunity to do something in November that we haven't had in a long period of time, and that's all the seniors are asking. And uh, to have, an, have a chance to finish it up the right way, and I'm betting on them. Smith says the Spartan offense isn't quite what they're used to. They've opened up their offense a little bit more, a little bit more spread than uh, we, we're uh, used to seeing from them. Uh, they're going to have good skill guys, I mean, good linemen. You know, Michigan State is one of the best programs in college football, and that's who we're going against. Defensively, Illini offensive coordinator Rod Smith says MSU is simply good. They're as good as anybody we faced, I think. You watch them, and, you know, I didn't sleep a whole lot last night watching them. They're physical, they're big, they play hard, extremely sound, top 10 defense, and probably one of the top defensive fronts in the country. Michigan State has dropped three in a row, albeit to tough teams, and they've lost their top linebacker to suspension and a key wideout to injury. The season overall has not met expectations. Head coach Mark D'Antonio wants to meet November head-on. But the challenge is you got to get up off the mat a little bit and had some different things happen, you know, Joe Bocci or, or a couple of different injuries, but you got to get up off the mat and get ready to play. Um, so the challenge to me is, hey, we played three very good football teams, and now let's go. Uh, it's November. We're coming down the stretch. You got a hot team coming in here, um, but a football team that I believe I'm talking about our team. I believe our team will be ready to play. And uh, again, it comes back to ball security and, and making plays. The position they're in at four and four, and with all that's going on around the program, he says isn't affecting focus. Well, all our focus is right here. It's on ourselves. It's on what are you going to do now. Uh, it's on Illinois. The entire focus, and I think our players are very focused right now in terms of what they have to do. Sort of a wounded animal a little bit type of mentality. That's the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Clark Lindsey, Kramer Siding and Window, and Hickory Point Bank. In a moment, the first word with Brian Barnhart. Illinois, Michigan State taking you up to kickoff at 2.30 here on Fighting Illini Game Day. 
It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Back here in our game day studios, Illinois, Michigan State coming up at 2.30. We're on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. It's time for the first word brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. We welcome in Brian Barnhart, play-by-play voice for Illinois football. He's up in East Lansing getting ready for the game today. And, and Brian, the talk of this week, and I, a lot of it had to do with Lovey Smith's comment talking about how, how big of a game this is, but it feels like the, this whole season we knew that the pressure was on, and, and especially since the Wisconsin game, it was homecoming, and they had, had lost two tough games or three tough games in a row. So, so the pressure's really been on here for, for a while. Yeah, Lovey Smith has compared it to a playoff run, basically. Every game is essential to have, and they certainly, starting with the Wisconsin upset, have maintained that uh, in the rain at Purdue a couple of weeks ago. And last week, after a slow start, put away the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Turnovers has been a huge part of it, of course, or takeaways, as Lovey Smith likes to call them. Certainly that's been a factor. But, yeah, there's been a lot of pressure. I mean, it's uh, when you were down 2-4 and four and facing a top-10 team in the country, you needed to pull a surprise. There was a path there to victory that they found, and they've used that momentum to catapult themselves into a, a bowl opportunity here today, which is what Lovey Smith has been shooting for since he got here uh, in those early years, is to be in a position to make Illinois Bowl eligible for the first time in, in a long time. So that certainly has been a factor. One of the factors for me today, Evan, is Michigan State, just through kind of a quirk in the schedule, hasn't played much football the last month. They've had a couple of bye weeks. So, I mean, I don't know if that means they'll be fresh or they'll be rusty today. Yeah, that's something I wanted to ask Martin O'Donnell, or Martin O'Donnell coming up here later in the in the keys to the game. You said it, they, they've played, I think D'Antonio said it, pretty much one game in the last four weeks with the two bye weeks and then having this whole week of practice. So so you wonder how much the bye week, if it was uh, they had extra preparation, they were getting healthy, uh, how it affects uh, Michigan State coming in today. Well, I imagine they were hoping to be healthy and hoping to get things back on track. But uh, as it turns out, they've lost their top receiver. Stewart, Daryl Stewart, who happens to be the number two receiver in the Big Ten. Uh, their linebacker's been uh, suspended, at least for this week. Uh, and so they've had, and their starting center is going to be out. So, I mean, for the idea that, uh, you know, maybe the bye week would help them heal up, and things have kind of gone the other way. And just talking to people around the Michigan State program, they say the mental, if you're talking mental intangibles coming into the game today, Illinois is like an arrow going up. And Michigan State's like an arrow going down. Now, what that means on the field of play today, we'll see. comes down to takeaways and line of scrimmage and everything else. And Michigan State has not been running the football very well this year. They're kind of down there with Purdue when it comes to yardage rushing the football. But their defense under Mark D'Antonio has always been very, very stout. Not just good, but I mean like the top-rated defense in the country or in the top five over the last several years. And in those uh, last nine years since we were here, they've won three Big Ten championships. Yeah, and a lot of those reasons you mentioned, uh, the key injuries to Michigan State. Illinois is playing really good these last three weeks, and, and you kind of look at how they match up. You mentioned it, the Michigan State's not really running the ball all that well, and, and they're not really known for passing either. So so the matchup seems like it's pretty close, and, and the spread right now is still over two touchdowns. Uh, I, I imagine we'll, we'll see a much closer game than that, just kind of how the teams uh, compare to each other. I'm, I'm thinking that way, and again, you get into November, it's a little bit, in my mind, and, and this is speaking of someone who's never played a game, a down of football in November, but 
and maybe Martin and Michael can talk about this later, but I don't know. Part of it, I think, as you get to this stage of the year is mental. Where are you mentally? You know, are you still with it? Are you still fighting? Do you want to pick yourself up? You've been practicing for, you know, several months now back into August, uh, and you're, if your team's not winning, where are you? And I think that's, uh, that's you know, becomes a factor, I think, among Big Ten teams and any college football team, I would think, late in the year. So we'll see how Michigan State responds. They've had a disappointing season to this point. But you throw out the caveat, the last three games they played have been, you know, at Ohio State, at Wisconsin, and home to Penn State. And two of those teams are in the top four in the latest uh, ratings that came out at midweek. So they've played some really, really tough teams. Yeah, and they still got a couple shots or uh, four games, actually, including today, to get bowl eligible. And the Illini, as well, are trying to become bowl eligible. So, Brian, we'll let you go. Get ready for the call. We look forward to it, and uh, we'll, we'll be listening. All right, and we've had a Josh Whitman sighting. He was in Phoenix last night for the basketball game, and he's he was on the bus here today. So he's made it. Oh, the places you go. A big weekend for, for Illinois sports across the board. We've got basketball again tomorrow after they won last night uh, against Grand Canyon. That was the first word brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. We're talking football, Illinois, Michigan State. We've got our keys to the game with Michael and Martin coming up, plus an interview with wide receiver Donnie Navarro still to come on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Back here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show, Evan Kahn in our game day studios taking up, taking you up to kickoff at 2.30. We go back to East Lansing. We welcome back in Michael Martin, and we welcome in Martin O'Donnell, color analyst for Illinois football on Learfield Sports. And I just want to ask you a quick question here, Martin, before we get into the keys. We were talking about it with Brian. Uh, there's a lot of talk. You, you can go either way with the bye week, and Michigan State hasn't just had this bye week, but they had one uh, the week before their their last game. So two bye weeks in, in, out of three. What what's the what do you get out of a bye week? Uh, is it is it built up to as much as people talk about it? Yeah, I think usually you can get a lot out of a bye week. It's an opportunity to kind of regroup and you know and, and definitely get healthy. It's kind of weird just the scheduling quirk that Michigan State has had two bye weeks here in three weeks. And you know, I, I think the the downside about it is you know the good thing about the football season is you have an opportunity. You kind of get into a flow. You have your routine. You kind of have a team that's really starting to you know kind of get comfortable and when it gets kind of choppy by having those bye weeks um, I, I would think it's just kind of hard to, to have a to get back into a rhythm so I think it'll be interesting to see here how does Michigan State you know come out after really only playing you know one game in the past three weeks. And it's time for our keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. We go to Michael Martin. It's a it's a big game. Everybody's hyping it up. There's a lot of keys, but what are your keys to this game? You know, we've been hyping it up as a big game, but uh, they just need to embrace the moment and uh, play the kind of football that they've been playing the last uh, three weeks and take away the ball. Um, you take away the ball you, uh, and score off those takeaways, it'd be huge. And it's, they got to come out, start fast, take the ball away early. And, and Martin, what are your keys? 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's really Illinois is going to have to hit some explosive plays on offense. I think it's going to have to be through Brandon Peters uh, and the passing game. You know, this Michigan State run defense is very stout. Uh, I think this is the best defensive line in the Big Ten, uh, just man on man across the front. And so I think really there's there's going to be some opportunities uh, for Josh Amador Bebe and some of the Illinois receivers to make big plays. And I think they're going to have to hit some explosive uh, some explosive plays in the passing game from Brandon Peters. Yeah, those were my keys. Uh, offense has got to take care of the ball, and I think Brandon Peters is going to have a a lot more pressure on him this week than he has the last two weeks. Only 18 pass attempts, so we'll see what we get out of him today. Michael and Martin, we thank you. We look forward to your broadcast, and we'll be listening. Thank you. That is our keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. Illinois wide receiver Donnie Navarro opened the season as a transfer walk-on and since being thrusted into the starting lineup after a pair of receivers went down to injury. Navarro's turned in big play after big play, leading to head coach Lovey Smith offering the Naperville native a full scholarship on Thursday at a team meeting. Scott Beatty caught up with the sophomore wide receiver earlier this week. How gratifying is it for you to have... I don't know, a, a, a surge here of a contribution on the field and important catches, including a touchdown and a highlight reel catch last week. Uh, it's a good feeling for sure. Um, I think the biggest thing that I'm happy about is us having this win streak right now. That's been the biggest thing is um, 3-0 in, in, in that um, third quarter of the season. Um, so that's been the biggest part. And I think um, every week and, and, and every opportunity I get, I want to put my, my, our team um, in the best possible situation to win. Your coach talked about you've answered the call every time you've gotten opportunities, you've earned more reps. Did you feel like, if I just get my chance, I'll show them what I can do? I did feel like that in the beginning of the season a little bit, yeah. Obviously, I had guys in front of me that are very skilled. Uh, Trayvon Sidney is a really good football player. Dom's a very good football player as well, Dom Stampley. So, I mean, uh, I was... Every week I was preparing like I was going to get in the game. Um, and I think maybe that's why I was so antsy because maybe I knew that I could help this team win. Talk with Donnie Navarro. You didn't get a lot of looks from Division One. Valpo was your option to go the Division One path. Did that ever fuel you? Is, is this the story of the guy with the chip on his shoulder that's trying to prove that, hey, I'm, I'm capable of being at a high-caliber program? You're pretty, you're pretty dead on with that. I think that sort of changed um, throughout this process of me being here. And, and starting to have a little bit of success because now my focus is just, all right, we got to win this week. We, I got to prepare. I got to get myself ready. I got to um, go through my mental checks to, to get myself as prepared as possible to, to win a game. Um, so, yeah, the chip on the shoulder was there. Uh, it still is. Um, <laughs> but that's every player here. That's, you know, that's, that's kind of fueled my hard work. The last time I took a day off, I couldn't really tell you. <laughs> so... Um, what told you in this whole process, you know, early on, not to say, well, maybe it's just not meant to be. I'm not. The doors aren't opening. What told you to stick with it? Yeah, it's just the light at the end of the tunnel, really. I just, I kind of, I always saw a vision for myself to that I could that I could be a successful player here um, and a successful player in the future. Yeah, it was very frustrating at times. It was, it was, you know, kind of a, a stab at my confidence and. and my self-esteem but with the support of my father for sure my family and I mean he he knew I could do it before anybody else so he's kind of kept me kept my my confidence high and and, and kind of propelled me forward and, and kept me going. Your high school Nequa Valley up in Naperville there's another wide receiver that came out of there to come play here at Illinois named Mikey Dudek don't know if you heard of him he, he had some impact on the field and inspiration as well to his teammates what was your relationship like with him or is it like I should say yeah um, so I didn't know Mikey too well when he was at Nequa. He was a senior. I was a freshman. 
Um, but, you know, I was at every game every week, and I saw what he did. And I can still remember my thoughts kind of being in the stands, like, yeah, I want to be like that guy for sure. You know, we're about the same size, pretty similar skill set. So that's kind of one player that I, that I look up to um, as I was young. And I still do, really. Me and Mikey are pretty good friends. He texted me the other day just saying congrats and stuff like that. He's still living in Neighborville. We're very close. Uh, houses are very close. So he, he's always been a good dude. Even back in the day when, when he was here, he was someone that I had a lot of questions, and I asked him a lot of questions, and he had helped me a lot, which is with the playbook and just kind of getting accustomed to Big Ten ball. Donnie, thanks for your time. Best of luck. Thank you so much. Illinois wide receiver Donnie Navarro. We're taking you up to kickoff Illinois-Michigan State coming up here at 2.30 on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Up next, this day in Illini history, November 9th with Scott Beatty. You're listening to the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show and fighting Illini game day. Welcome back to the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. It's our look back now at this day in Illini football history. Brought to you by Hickory Point Bank, Kramer Siding and Window, and Clark Lindsay. It's November 9th and the 68th birthday of Larry McCarron, the former Illini captain and all-Big Ten center in the 1970s, who's now a radio analyst for the Green Bay Packers. Ninety years ago today, in 1929, Illinois hosted a powerful Army team. They were one of the top teams in the nation, and they squared off for the very first matchup ever between the two teams. More than 67,000 fans packed Memorial Stadium to capacity, and the Bob Zupke coached Illini contained Army's star running back and won 17-7. The Illini went on to a 6-1-1 record that year. On this day in 1957, Illinois blocked an extra point attempt that would have tied the game with under a minute to go and beat Michigan 20-19 in Champaign. But some revenge for the Wolverines on this day in 1963. They handed the Illini their lone loss of their storybook Big Ten championship season. More recently on this day in 2013, just six years ago, Illinois lost to Indiana, but it was a stellar day for quarterback Nathan Shieldhouse. He went 38 for 57 in passing and tossed two touchdown passes, including this 60-yard strike for Steve Hull. 42 seconds to go in the first quarter. Here is Shieldhouse. Time to throw. Dumps it over the middle. Got a man wide open. 45-40 of Indiana. That's Hull. 30-20. He might go. He's gone. Touchdown, Illinois. Hole with a catch over the middle, and nobody home for the Indiana defense. That one a long pass play, 60 yards to Steve Hull, and the Illini back within a point. Shieldhouse's 450 yards passing are sixth most ever in a single game for an Illini, and second most this decade. And Steve Hull's 224 receiving yards are the second most ever for an Illini in a single game. And that's this day in Illini history. Thanks to Mike Pearson for his research. There's more to come as we turn our attention back to today's game between the Illini and Michigan State. Steve Kelly, Brian Barnhart, Martin O'Donnell, and Michael Martin all standing by to take you up to kickoff at 2.30. I'm Scott Beatty. Evan and I are back with you after the game for the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. We welcome your calls and your texts about what you heard right here on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana News Gazette Media Stations.